Anthony, give me a boy's name that starts with the letter H. Jose. Jose with an H! <laughs> Rail, name something that's hard to do with your eyes open. Read. Toya, 100 men, tell me a traffic sign that best describes your love life. Do not pass go. Oh, it's not there. Ooh, it's no, it ain't. Name something people hope a house guest doesn't do in the bed, Andrew. Steve, mm. I had to quit inviting people to my house because mm. they wouldn't stop masturbating. <gasps> Nicole, we talked to 100 women. Name something most women wouldn't be caught dead leaving the house without. Um, their vibrator. <laughs> Welcome to the Grown Up Rock Podcast, coming at you live with another game show edition from the tricked out mind of Hollywood Pooney. We got a good one for you guys tonight, and as always, there's no way in hell that we can do this on our own. It wouldn't be near as fun, and Sonny and I would probably end up killing ourselves. So for tonight's Grown Up Rock Scategories edition... We have invited a returning guest to the show, Brian Davis from Damn Good Movie Memories. What's up, Brian? Hey, Stephen. Thanks for having me on. But wait, I, I was told this was Beat the Geek. Where's Chris and Aaron? You guys have hoodwinked me again. Thanks a lot. I'm pretty sure those guys stole our trick, but that's all right. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Nah, they all- can't hang with us. Okay. <laughs> it's all good. That's all fun. And first time guest from the band Steel City, Mike Floros. What's going on, Mike? How you doing? <laughs> What's up, man? It's good good to be here. Thanks for inviting me on. I appreciate it. Absolutely. We got an all-West Coast cast tonight, except for me. I'm down in the South, but the rest of these guys are all on the West Coast. No earthquakes happening out there, but lots of fires, right? Yeah. That's what they keep telling me. <laughs> yep. Or when you wake up and you walk outside of your front door and you smell nothing but burnt earth. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Oh, man. So we're going to get into this game show edition. But before we do that, you know, we got to do this. It's time for the Crank It Up New Music Spotlight. So tonight's Crank It Up New Music Spotlight comes to us from who else? Our guest, Steel City, Mike why don't you tell us a little bit about the band Steel City? Steel City is a band that is uh, kind of scattered throughout the United States. I would be the only resident of the city of Los Angeles. 
Roy Cathy, our lead singer, is also in a band called Cold Sweat, which some of you may have heard of. They were uh, signed to MCA Records back in the early 90s, which featured Mark Ferrari on guitar. I believe they toured with Dio as well. Our drummer, BJ Zampa, is a world-renowned uh, touring drummer for a lot of different bands. And then, of course, we have Jason Cornwell playing bass. Jason's played with uh, luminaries like Eric Martin. And uh, he's also in another band signed to Frontiers called Westbound. And then, of course, we have Tony Stahl. Tony is a man of a million talents, uh, but he's playing keyboards for us. And uh, he's in a, quite a few other bands as well, a band called Live Say and a band called Dead Risen. I think the guy's in like 400 bands. But uh, So that's the band. We're signed to Paris Records, represented by Bradley Entertainment. And uh, we're kind of, a, I guess, a brand of like late 80s hard rock. If you like Winger, Whitesnake, Warrant, any band that starts with W, we, you, know, you might like us. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, we've often been compared to bands like Bon Jovi, Europe, and Winger. I think in some 70s bands like Boston. So that's kind of like the, the vibe for Steel City. It's uh, named after my hometown of Youngstown, Ohio. Now, you're a fan of hard rock and metal, but you're a big Whitesnake fan, right? I like Whitesnake, dig them a lot. That 87 album with John Sykes on it is just it's legendary. So, What are some of the other bands that you grew up on in terms of hard rock or metal? Oh, wow. Um, well, of course, the very first one is uh, Kiss. That's That was my introduction to hard rock. I think that's for the most part, you know, you ask anybody that's kind of like near uh, what I'm assuming is our age group, except for Brian. He's like a spring chicken. Um, <laughs> he's, like a little, he's like a little baby chick. Um, but uh, I think Aerosmith, Led Zeppelin, and Kiss are usually the first ones that, uh, that come to mind for a lot of people. But I love Kiss, love Bad Company, Queen, Boston, Heart. Those were kind of like my 70s go-to bands. And then in the 80s, I really still – Loved 80s Kiss as much as I love 70s Kiss. And I uh, liked bands like Honeymoon Suite, Brighton Rock. Uh, had a real big thing for Canadian bands, I guess. You know, and Vinnie Vincent Invasion, White Snake, and the aforementioned W bands. Do you tailor your guitar playing after anyone in particular? Or are there certain guitar players that you gravitate towards? I, I don't know if I, my playing emulates anybody because I, it's kind of a hodgepodge of different players. Right. I'd say the players that I like the most, of course, I grew up loving Ace Fraley. That was my dude. When Ace left the band and was replaced by Vinnie Vincent, I was just just in awe of what that guy could do with the guitar. So Ace, Vinnie, love John Norm and Key Marcello from Europe, Red Beach. Those guys, they're like my dudes. Steel City has, what, two albums out, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. Mach 2 is the latest one that you guys released that uh, sometime last year, right? No, we put it out earlier this year. Lucky for us, we put it out right as the world was shutting down. Our release date was March 20th, and I think that's pretty much when everything shut down. But, um, you know, we're very fortunate to be signed to Paris Records. We love Tom Mathers, you know, a ton. Can't thank that guy enough for the support that he's given the band. And then, of course, we had Fortress that came out in 2018. Yeah, I like Tom a lot. Tom is really good about communicating new music and communicating with me. So what song are we going to hear tonight on the Crank It Up New Music Spotlight? I think you chose the song Spotlight, did you not? Why not? The New Music Spotlight? And why not play a song called Spotlight? Is there anything you can tell us about this song in particular? Everybody always asks me kind of like how I write, what's the style in which I write, do, do the lyrics come first, do, do the riffs come first. This song really just kind of came from the riff, and it grew from there. And it's just, I thought it, would, it was like one of those really cool songs to me where you, know, you have the guitar part and the verse going along with the singer's voice. Uh, you know, they're kind of, the melody's there together. And uh, it's just a fun song. It's probably one of the hardest songs on the album, one of the heaviest songs on the album, I should say. 
and was just a blast to play live. I can tell you that. We really enjoyed that. So from Steel City, Mach 2 is the name of the album. Here's Spotlight. So many years, but still time hasn't passed you by. Still the same as the day we met. Go, I see desire in your eyes. So the Mach 2 idea, you know, whether you intended to have a deep purple flavor too, that you have a second lineup, whatever works, but there's a song called steal your heart. 
and it's not spelled with two E's. Dude, you completely missed on that. <laughs> I suppose you're right. I uh, That song is like the weirdest song ever because I wrote the guitar solo before I wrote anything else, and I'm not that guy. You know, you have all these guitar players that are always worried about the guitar solos. It's usually the last thing I even think about. I just had an idea in my head for basically a bridge and a guitar solo, and those lyrics were actually pulled from a song I wrote, I think, in 1990. So it probably never even crossed my mind to put, you know, steel like that. You missed the boat on that one. Good job, Mike. <laughs> I, I missed the boat on a lot of shit, man. That's just, <laughs> that's called being me. And I'm blaming COVID on you because this was released, get this, 3-20-2020. So that's 3 yes. It's my fault. Everything is my fault. Ask my wife. She will tell you everything is my fault. I'm pretty sure there's some conspiracy going on here. You want to throw COVID-19 on me too? That's fine. <laughs> That's okay. Is there a song on the album with a bunch of 20s in it? No, but you know, there's a hidden track called COVID-19. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, you don't want to joke about a pandemic too much, but I, I think it's like, I, especially now these days, man, you kind of have to joke a lot. But I do notice that if I rearrange all the letters of all the songs on the album, I can get um, this was a planned pandemic. Uh, So (laughs) so I'm going to go ahead and start that rumor. You know, my my coworkers might not not necessarily agree with you on that, or they might take a little offense, but do what you got to do, man. All right, I'll defend you. I'll go down with the ship, I promise. (laughs) All right, so it's time to get into tonight's episode. Let's turn it over to the co-host with the mostest, Sonny Hollywood Pooney. Take it away. Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in history. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! Okay, so we are doing a new game show. This should be an interesting experiment because we did a practice round before we started recording and it was very interesting. So <laughs> we'll see how uh, how we do and the pressure is on. So basically for the listeners, we are doing a version of categories. So if you've ever played the game categories, you have these cards. They have like 12 statements on them. You have a 20-sided die that you roll that's got no Q, U, V, X, Y, or Z. And basically, whatever letter that comes up, you have to answer the 12 statements beginning with that letter in X amount of time. Today, we're doing three minutes. So basically, today, we'll have 10 statements in three minutes. Your answers have got to start with that specific letter that's rolled from the die. And we've pre-rolled all the dies, so you won't hear that getting rolled. The object of the game is to get a unique answer. And for every unique answer you get, you receive a point. So basically, if we said, you know, give me a boy's first name. And all three people said David, nobody would get points. But if one said David, one said Don, one said Dean, everybody would get a point. And then creative and clever answers, you can receive more than one point. So if we had musicians beginning with a G, Greg Jufrio would be two points as long as nobody has it. Or an 80s song beginning with N and you said, no, 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 that would be three points as long as nobody has it. So the categories include music, pop culture, other forms of entertainment, kind of everyday things. I was trying to make it not too super nerdy so we don't have to have people that are wiki experts or whatever to play the game and then whoever wins the round will get to pick kind of the next card and we actually have seven cards to choose from today 
So what's going to happen is our contestants here will be able to see the card on the screen. You won't obviously be able to see it because we're on an audio podcast. I will read the card for the listeners. So you have the card also, and then we will start the clock for three minutes. So our contestants uh, get to uh, come up with their answers while they're doing their thing for three minutes. We will not bother you with uh, what they're thinking about or see what's in their head. Most likely we'll play a song during that, but we'll see. Sometimes the conversation gets pretty interesting when somebody's thinking out loud. So we'll kind of play that by ear. So does everybody understand what's going on? Completely. Is this a game for smart people? No. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> We'd all lose if that was the case. <laughs> All right, so Mike, since you are our guest, our new guest, because Brian's a guest too, but he's been yeah. What am I? Before. Thanks, Sonny. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, pick a card between one and seven. Four. All right, so I'm going to read it for the listeners and give the folks a chance to look over the card here. Card four is TV shows. One word to describe Guns and Roses. That could be good or bad. Mascots. That would be, you know, like football mascots. I guess there could be a band mascot, whatever. Weapons, singers, things at a football game, album names, items in a kitchen, 70s bands, and crimes. Yes, crime, (laughs) C-R-I-M-E-S. Not my fault. Mike picked the card. Okay, so whatever. All right. Now, the letter we have rolled is C, as in cat. So, if we are ready to go, I am going to start the clock. I don't know any of this stuff. (laughs) Damn you, Sonny.
Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so time's up. Pencils down. We are going to go with how everybody did. First statement was TV shows. We'll start with Steven. TV shows to start with a C. The Critic. The Critic. Okay, that's good. Brian, how about you? I had Cheers. Cheers. Good one. Mike. I went with a cartoon from the 70s. Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> I was going to say, are you going to tell us what cartoon it was? <laughs> I thought no, it was I'm just like, I went with a cartoon, and that's what the C is. Uh... That's right. <laughs> TV shows, cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So all of you got a point there. Next statement was one word to describe Guns and Roses. Brian. Cock rock. Cock Oh, good one. <laughs> Mike. Uh, crazy. Crazy. Steven. Cocky. Cocky. Okay, we will give you that one. Everybody scored a point there. Kid Rock, come on. You could have picked Coma. That's an actual song. That's true. Right? But okay, that's okay. All right, third statement. Mascots. We are going to start with Mike. Cardinals. Cardinals, okay. My high school mascot. Oh, there you go. Steven. Canines. You know that's a K. No. (laughs) Dog canines is not a K. If he's talking about his teeth. I'm talking about dogs. Canines. K. Uh, C. (laughs) Doesn't canines start with a K? No. Okay. Well, we have access to the internet. Yeah. (laughs) You know, maybe maybe it's maybe it's actually the canines with a C for like some school of dentistry. You know, like. (laughs) Why are you helping him? No, it's canine is a dog. It's. It, I just looked it up. Canine is a dog. Canines <laughs> okay. with a C. You're laughing at me for saying K with a cat. You know, cat with a K. Ryan, how about you? I had the chicken, the famous chicken. Oh, there you yeah. go. The San Diego chicken. Good one. Good one. All right. Next statement was weapons. Stephen, how'd you do? Oh yeah, my. This is a family show. You keep it clean, Mister. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Again, Guns and Roses. Good lord, no, okay, Brian. I, so many jokes to go there. So many jokes. <laughs> gonna let it go. I, I went full on Fargo. I went with Chipper, as in wood chipper. You can oh, use okay. as a weapon. All right. And Mike. Oh, I went with crossbow. Oh, that's no, a good that's one. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. I was just I was thinking saying, cleaver. I was just kidding. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't use my. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you didn't get anything? No, nah, I put down cane, but it's not really. <laughs> I just, Was everything cane? Well, <laughs> canine. I'm gonna whip you with my cane, son. I mean, they did have canings back in the day. True. All right, we'll give you cane. We'll live. Next statement was singers, starting with a C. Brian. I'm gonna get two on this one. Cherie Curry. Oh, good, good one. one. Yeah, real good. Mike. Chris Cornell. There ah, we go. That's God, what I was thinking. You guys, Stephen. So. <laughs> This is embarrassing because I couldn't think of anything, so I came up with Chris Gaines. Chris who? Chris Gaines. Oh, good lord. The alter ego ego of Garth Brooks. (laughs) I know what's worse, the fact that you chose Chris Gaines, but we all know that it's Garth Brooks. (laughs) (laughs) You should all lose a point for that. Yeah. Wow. That's a weapon against your ears. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I am embarrassed about that. (laughs) Aren't you embarrassed? Sixth Uh, statement was things at a football game. Mike, what'd you come up with? Cheerleaders. Cheerleaders, good ones. Steven. Coca-Cola. Co- oh, that's good. Brian. I had cheerleaders. 
Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, two points for Steven on that one. The other two cancel out. The next one should be interesting. Album names that start with a C. Steven. Nothing. I c- draw on a blank. Oh, my God. Complete draw on a blank. Oh, my God. Brian. I had uh, Countdown to Extinction, Megadeth. Oh, dang, that's a good one. Mike, what'd you end up with? Elton John's Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy. Oh, Very that's nice. good. That's technically two because a cowboy at the end. There you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I was thinking Creatures of the Night. I was Damn. You know, uh, sadly, it's one of my favorite Kiss albums, and it didn't even enter my mind. <laughs> Everyone listening thinks this is super easy because they're at home and they, they can relax. It's, it's yeah. tons yeah. of stress. Uh, it kind of it kind of is not. <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> All right. The next statement was items in a kitchen. Brian? I had a chopping block. Oh, that's a good one. Mike? Coffee. Oh, there you go. Okay. And Steven? I had cutting knife. Oh, there you go. Uh-huh. I guess some knives don't cut, so yeah, we'll <laughs> give you that. Like a butter knife, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Cutting knife. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know, coffee creamer would have got you too. Just saying. Uh, you know, the funny thing is, I have creamer as my next one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next statement was 70s bands. Mike. Creedence Clearwater Revival. There you go. There's two, baby. That's the one that I had down. Steven. So, Cat Stevens. Okay. There you go. That's fine. And Brian. I'm going to cancel out Mike's. I had Creedence Clearwater Revival. Oh. No points. And then the tough one, <laughs> crimes. <laughs> Steven, what'd you come up with in crimes? Nothing. <laughs> How about you, Brian? I got creative. I said cash laundering. Oh, that's oh, good. That's good. laundering, but yeah. I said cash. So that's, good. Go. That's, that's good. That's good. And Mike? Uh, let's see. I have two. One is probably not really a crime. <laughs> that would be crank calls. But I figured, hey. <laughs> And uh, the other one I had was Crimes of Passion. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. I, I couldn't think of a damn calls. thing like crimes. So I don't I don't know if crime calls is a crime. So we'll give you the yeah. crimes of passion one. How about that? There you go. That works for me. <laughs> Mike scored ten on that one. Steven's nine. And Brian scored two and a half. Nine. Nine. <laughs> All right. Nine. So Mike Mike won that round. So guess what, Mike? You get to pick the next card. One, oh. two, three. Five, six, or seven. So we can blame you again. <laughs> awesome. I'm looking forward to that, too. I'm going to go with lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. So we will read it for the listeners. Card number seven, the statements are items in a vending machine, songs with a female vocal. Crack cocaine. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're not still on scene? No, we're not. Damn. <laughs> Actresses. Kinds of dances, Bon Jovi songs, Ugh. colors, nice. not the movie, just sing. Well, I guess it could be the movie. Yeah, I don't the movie. Yeah. Or the song by Saigon Kick. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Terrible bands, things you're allergic to, something you are afraid of, and Sounds athletes. <laughs> the letter that we rolled was N as in Nancy. Oh, so, you got to be kidding me. We're N? N. Really? Yep. And we will start the clock now.
got a rock and roll story to tell and we want to hear yours so go to our website at growinguprock.com that's one word g r o w i n u p r o c k.com or visit us on our facebook page at growing up rock and tell us all about it <laughs> believe in it our 3 minutes is up already oh i believe already? it oh, I really believe it, man. how can our 3 minutes be up already because that's how long 3 minutes is well 3 minutes isn't long enough <laughs> <laughs> Time's up, pencils down. This was a tough one for everybody. We had the letter N, and the first statement was items in a vending machine, and we are starting with Steven. Nano wafers. Oh, Nilla wafers, you mean. No, they're actually <laughs> called nano wafers. Nana wafers? Nana okay. wafers, yeah. They're like a, it's like a candy. Must be a Georgia nana. thing. No, nah, it's just old. <laughs> like you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Brian. I couldn't come up with an answer. So, yeah, no nano wafers here. <laughs> and Mike? Nuts. Nuts. Uh, there you go. There you go. All right. Each of you get a point there. Songs with a female vocal. Brian? Nothing compares to you. Oh, that's hey. a good one. That's Ooh, good. Uh, Mike? Uh, the night they drove old Dixie down. <laughs> what is that? I don't even know what that is. It's like uh, an old Joan, country jo- song, man. Joan Baez. Yeah. Oh. Okay, all right. She did a cover of it, yeah. Steven? Uh, Never, by heart. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. All right, everybody got a point there. Actresses was the next statement. Mike? Nothing. I got nothing. Oh, my God. Steven? Um, Nev Campbell. Oh, that's a good one. And Brian? Also, because I do have a movie podcast, I went old school. Nancy Olsen. She was in all those Disney movies, like Pollyanna and... Oh, you guys can look it up. They have the internet for that. Nancy Sinatra, too. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. My mind was in a different place. I had Nina Hartley, but that's beside the point. Uh, All right. So. <laughs> wait, <is> that... Actress. <laughs> she is. <laughs> is that like a porn star or something? Yeah. <laughs> Acting like he doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. I don't know. Because his wife's listening. That's why. <laughs> Actually, no. It's not that I don't know other ones. I just don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next statement was kinds of dances. We're starting with Steven. Um, yeah, this is the one that might uh, get me in trouble. Nigerian Mambo. Nigerian Mambo. Okay, never heard of that, but okay. I don't know if that's real. <laughs> I just made that up. Oh, it sounds yes. like it might be a dance. Check it out. Maybe it is. This reminds me of Can't Buy Me Love when they created that dance and then... That's kind of what I was thinking of. (laughs) (laughs) Brian, how about you? Yeah, I don't have what Steven had, so I put nothing. (laughs) Guy, I got nothing. You got nothing. Mike. Zip. Zip. Not okay. So we're gonna I think we're gonna have to check if Nigerian Mambo is a dance (laughs) here. Because I I don't know if I can give him Well it should be now. A a uh 
let's see here. Nigerian Mambo is <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Is not. Oh, well. No, 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 no. If you go on there, it says they have videos of Nigerian Mambo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's not happening. Starring right. Nina Hartley. So <laughs> here's one that's tricky. Neutron. Huh? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the neutron dance. Yeah, there you go. Sisters. Yep. Yeah. All right. Bon Jovi songs was the next statement. Brian. Okay, I think this is never say goodbye. Is there one called that? That yes. is okay. one. That is All right. The only the only popular one. Thank you for canceling me. You're okay. a good man. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right. And Stephen. I knew everybody was going to pick that, so I went with a song called Novocaine off of uh, Have a Great Day. That is correct. And Let's have a nice day. Damn it. <laughs> yeah and have a nice day yeah there's 10 of them neurotica never say goodbye new year's day next hundred years no apologies nobody's hero oh. no regrets novocaine nothing and now and forever next 100 years is a badass tune yeah it is it is you are absolutely right all right next statement is colors and we are starting with mike uh again i got nothing <laughs> steven i put nerd <laughs> nerd <laughs> what is that I don't know. It was something that was like, not a color. We are crossing like mob, that out. But it's a little darker. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, how about you? All right. Neon green. How about there that? There you go. Oh, there man. you go. Damn it. Descriptive, too. Yes. Yeah. Okay. This should be a fun one. Next statement was terrible bands. We're going to start with Steven. New kids on the block. Oh. New kids on hey, the block. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Brian. Watch it. Uh, Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> Nickelback is not a bad band. This is how you remind it's all me. You know yeah. Mike, how about you? <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Uh, let's see. Take your pick. Nirvana. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. A band from the 70s that I saw open for Kiss on the Dynasty tour called Nantucket. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. I remember them, too. You know what I thought of was Nitro. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Uh, yeah. 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 Jim Gillette. Yep. Yeah. All right. Things you're allergic to was the next statement. Brian. So I literally, I, this is my real answer. Nothing. I'm allergic to nothing. Oh, Damn okay. It. There you go. Mike. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for that. That's what I have to do. Nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Steven. Uh, I put Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> what when in doubt make something up <laughs> dude pretty we're not much. giving you points for that well oh, you know man. what i tried how about nuts yeah, exactly how about nuts I, I, nuts was my answer for vending machine i could have put it down again yeah. Damn it. I, guess, I guess but i'm not uh i'm not allergic nuts to nuts. allergy mate <laughs> all right I'm allergic to your nuts <laughs> next statement was something you are afraid of mike Oh, the night. The night. Oh, that's good. Steven. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. He's Brian. Fearless. <laughs> I couldn't come up with an answer. I didn't have wow. you, fearless, you fearless son of a I, bitch, you. <laughs> I had nurses. I'm afraid of nurses. Every time a nurse is around, I'm like, uh, <laughs> my wife is a nurse. I'm yeah, not. This is bad I'm not. In, fa in fact, I encourage them to come in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the I'm last. I'm ready for my sponge bath. Yeah. <laughs> The last category on card seven was athletes, and we will start with Steven. I drew a blank on this. Wow. Brian. Wow. I had uh, Natalie Coughlin, the swimmer. Good one. Mike. My favorite Raider of all time, Napoleon Kaufman. There you oh, go. Yeah. That yeah. was a good one. 
Yeah, that's a good one. I was thinking Nick Faldo. Remember the golfer? Mm. Yep. 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 All right. Mike scored five there. Steven scored five there. Brian scored five there. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Since we can blame the last two cards on Mike, let's have Brian pick the next card. One, two, three, five, or six. Let's go one. All right. We are going to go with card number one. You should be able to see the card. Read Uh it for the listeners. The statements are, 80s movies, musical instruments, countries, non-kiss song titles, <laughs> famous logos, 60s bands, so it could be a band that released an album in the 60s, items in a refrigerator, words associated with money, cars, could be a model of a car, whatever, and one word to describe the Beatles. And the letter is P, as in pandemic, Paul. (laughs) So the clock starts now. All that thinking happening. Shit got serious real quick. Three cards in.
Time's up. Pencils down. <laughs> Two minutes in, Stephen's like, country. <laughs> Let's go with the categories. First statement was 80s movies. And we are going to start with Stephen. Purple Rain. Purple Rain. That's a good one. All right. Brian. Princess Bride. Oh, that's a good one. Nobody's going to have that. And Mike. Poltergeist. Poltergeist. All good ones. I was thinking Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I was going way out there. Poltergeist mm-hmm. is a really good one. Next statement was musical instruments. Brian. I think everyone probably has a piano. Piano. Mike. There's such a thing as a piccolo. There is a piccolo. That's what I had written down. Piccolo plays the motherfucker. There There's also a such thing as a Brian piccolo. Get it? Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. That's Chicago true. Bear. Yeah. That's right. Yes, Steven. Uh, pan flute. Pan- oh. <laughs> <laughs> that way, Zamfir. Yeah. Did Yanni play a pan flute? <laughs> so we got Garth Brooks. We got Yanni. <laughs> I'm glad it's you didn't whatever start with the letter S. I'm glad I didn't start with the letter S. It would have been skin flute. So, yeah. <laughs> Nina Hartley. I'm going to go with pan flute. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. All right, this one should be interesting. Countries. We'll start with Mike. And let's see if we actually got countries versus like states. But Regions, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mike. Peru. Peru. Mm. Good one. Steven. Um pass. Pennsylvania. Okay, pass. Okay. Brian. And Paraguay. Paraguay. That's good. That was my backup. Yeah, and Peru was my backup, so yeah. There you go. Good good mind. Oh, you're going to love what I came up with the next one. Non-kiss song titles starting with a P. We will start with Steven. Painkiller. Painkiller. Brian. I had Pretty in Pink from the Psychedelic Furs. Very nice. Two points also. Yeah. And Mike. People get ready. Oh, that's a good one, too. I had People or People. That's a good one. There you go. Yeah. You know, another good one that I wish I'd have guessed because I would have gotten two points for it is uh, in the same band, Painkiller from Judas Priest, what I guessed, but also Pain and Pleasure from Judas That's Priest. True. Oh, yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, let's see if we got anything for famous logos. Brian. I put the Pringles guy. Pringles guy. Okay. So like the little that, guy on yeah, the, yeah, the, the drawing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike. Pantera's logo. Pantera's logo. Okay, that's cool. Steven. I put Pinterest. The Pinterest, Pinterest like oh, yeah. yeah, the P. I went athletic. I was thinking Puma, but ah, oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. All right, sixties bands. This should be an interesting one, Mike. Platters, platters. Mm. Okay. Good one, That's Steven. a real good one. Uh, yeah, I drew a blank. Wow, Brian. I had Procol Harum. That's a good one too. Are they a sixties band? I think they're a sixties yeah. band, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Late I 60s, was thinking seventies. I think Peter, Paul, and Mary. Oh, that's a yeah, good one. Right, Damn it. Seven, two. Yeah. 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 All right. Items in a refrigerator, starting with P, but not including actual P. Steven. Peanut butter. Oh, that's a good one. All right. Brian. Potatoes. Potatoes. Very good. Uh, Mike. Produce. Produce. Yeah. All good. Pickles would have been another good one, right? Yeah. Yep. A lot of stuff. That's yep. good. All right, next one I think was tough. Words associated with money. We are going to start with Brian. Yeah, no clue on this one. No clue, Mike. I had one come right as you're saying, put your pencils down. Peso. Peso. Peso, that's a good one. Okay, and Steven. Pence. 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 I had pay. 
Ah, yep. Ah, so obviously great. <laughs> are we counting peso? We're counting peso, right? Yeah, why not? Yeah, 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 sure. yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, cars was the next statement. Mike. Pontiac. Pontiac, all Actually, right. Pontiac Parisienne. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's- Stephen. A phoenix. Phoenix, okay. Brian. I have Pontiac, but if Mike had the double one, does it count? Yeah. Yeah, okay. you get a single. Okay. Nobody had Porsche? Oh, yeah. God Too rich dang, for my man. blood, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, it wasn't a Tesla. That's why Brian can't get it. That's right. Teslas, yeah. That's right. Pinto. <laughs> oh, Pinto would have been good. No, my, mom had, my mom had one, too. She traded yeah. a Monte Carlo for a Pinto. I oh. think I was just like, you know, I was like one of the most dejected moments of my life. Here's our new car. It's a Pinto. <laughs> Three days later, it exploded. Yeah, it's like uh, okay. Move being the cool kid whose mom had a Monte Carlo to driving a Pinto. <laughs> All right, and the last statement on this card should be very interesting. One word to describe the Beatles, and everybody's going to hate my word, Stephen. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. That is not what my word was, Brian. You're not going to have this either. Perfect. Per- oh, good lord, <laughs> <laughs> Mike. Psychedelic. Psychedelic. All right. All of you got a point. Mine was pitiful. One, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight, nine, Mike scored 11 on that one. Damn. Stephen had eight. And Brian had 10. Yep. Right now, Mike is winning by two points. Dang. Check out the big brain on Mikey. <laughs> no, no, no. That was the power, and, it's the power nap that I took just before I came on. Ah. And we are going to go with our final card and we are going to let Mike pick it since he's winning. Oh so, man. Do you really want, do you really want me to pick it? I don't yes. think you do. Two, uh, three, five, or six. Three. All right. And our final card of the night is card three. And the 10 statements are superheroes, pro sports teams, American bands. Yes, those are bands from the U.S. Four-letter words. I got a bunch to describe (laughs) Stephen myself. (laughs) Excuses for being late. Bassists. (laughs) Pizza toppings. Words associated with exercise. Annoying musicians. And terrible movies. And the letter we rolled was... S, as in Sam. The clock starts now.
<laughs> yeah, there's there's no competitiveness, right? No, not at all. All right, so time's up, pencils down. Before we get to the last card, right now the score is Mike 26, Brian 24, Steven 22. So it is literally anybody's game. There are tons of superheroes to start with S that would have got you extra points. So we are going to start with superheroes, and we are going to start with Mike. Silver Surfer. That's the one I had. That's a good one. Yeah, that Steven. is Steven. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Brian? Supergirl. Supergirl. Oh, yeah. See, you were trying to make sure nobody takes it's you. That's Superman. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's good. Pro sports teams. There's a bunch that would have got you extra points. Steven? Uh, Seattle Mariners. Seattle Mariners. Brian? The Spurs. Oh, it'd be San Antonio Spurs, so. Yeah, San Antonio Spurs is two points. Yep. Right? Yep. And Mike? Seattle Supersonics. Yeah. I knew. Seattle Supersonics. I knew you were going Seattle, to funk. yeah. Yeah, and there's the Seattle Seahawks. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, American Bands. There's some interesting ones out there. Brian? Soul Asylum. Soul Asylum. Mike? Steel City. Steel City. <laughs> Too easy. And Steven? Soundgarden. Soundgarden. So everybody got a point. Sly and the Family Stone would have got to two. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but I'm all about self-promotion, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather lose and get self-promotion. Yeah. All right. Four-letter words. We're starting with Mike. Uh, well, you can take the obvious one off the board if you're like, shit! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Steven? Um... Uh, I wrote, I wrote some, something down. Oh, slow. Slow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I'm going to have fun in the edit with that one. Please tell me you speak English. Do you speak any English? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? All right, Brian. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> okay. Excuses for being late. We are going with Steven. Uh, snow. Snow. Okay. Brian. Slept too late. Slept too late. Mike. Sobriety. <laughs> being sober made you late? No. Lack thereof. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. The next <laughs> statement was basis, and we are going to start with Brian. I believe the Soundgarden basis is Ben Shepard. Shepard is right? correct. Yeah. That's correct. Mike. Uh, the former bassist of Steel City, Scott West. <laughs> Scott West. Very nice. Steven. I... Stu Ham. Huh? Oh. Yeah. If you yeah. guys do not know who Stu Ham is, look Stu him Hamm. up. Yeah. yeah. He's amazing. Yes, he Nobody is. said Billy Sheehan. This is a rock podcast, oh, right? Or who Stanley Clark. All right. Our next statement was pizza toppings mike sour cream Ooh, really I, I love sour cream i i put pizza i put sour cream on my pizza steven sausage sausage there you go brian never invite me over for pizza sonny uh sal- <laughs> salami salami all right sliced olives okay yeah. yeah words associated with exercise steven swimming swimming oh yeah you're a big swimmer i forgot about that brian a sauna. After you're done, you go into sauna. I guess. Sauna. All right. Mike. Exercise is all about strength. Strength. Mm-hmm. Stretching would have been a good one too, right? Yep. Yep. All right. Annoying musicians. We're going to start with Brian. 
I don't know him. So <laughs> Stephen Adler. Stephen Adler. But I would say like that qualifies. Okay. That qualifies. I like his drumming. He's the best Guns N' Roses drummer. So, yeah. <laughs> Mike. Uh, rest in peace, Sonny Bono. Uh, Sonny Bono. All right. And Steven. Sebastian Bach. Sebastian. <laughs> He's gonna come to your house and kick your ass, dude. dude. <laughs> this is Sebastian Bach, and I'm totally annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually met him like three times, and he's been cool every time. Man, I don't know. I just can't get past him. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I try not to. Whenever these guys like, I think that what drives people crazy a lot is like the social media, the Twitter feeds, and stuff like that. I just, I try to blow a lot of that stuff off, but uh, no, every time I've met him, he's been, he's been cordial, man. My issue has been the few times that I've seen him live. This is post skid row. He's always yelling at somebody, the sound man, the monitor guy. I went and saw him in this small club probably last year and it was a really small club. So it was kind of packed and he's yelling at this fan to get the fuck out of the way so that he can see his monitor guy. He has to be able to see his monitor guy. I was like, oh, man. Wow. You're literally yelling at somebody in front of everybody and making him feel bad, and this is a person that paid money to see you? Are you kidding me? That's a little shocking. Yeah, that's tough. Really, really ridiculous. I did meet him when I was interning at KSGO in San Jose when I was in college, and it was right after... I think he just released uh, Bring Him Back Alive, you know, Bring Him Back Alive. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, oh, I loved you in Skid Row. Happy to meet you. And he's like, well, you know, I'm not in Skid Row anymore. I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. He's like, I'm just fucking with you. So he was cool. So he was he was nice to me. So, <laughs> that was good. That's good. Love the music. But yeah, just lost some respect there with some of that stuff. Sonny, who did you have? Steven Tyler. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then the last statement that we have on this card and the last statement of the game terrible movies and we are going to start with mike soap dish soap dish oh that's <laughs> that is awful that, that's a good one steven saw five <laughs> <laughs> mind you i just picked a number because i know they've made about 12 of them rocky 38 yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> and brian i'm going with a sequel but this is nobody can debate this one superman 4 the quest for oh. peace is oh, god awful 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 <laughs> terrible you know what other movie was bad wasn't it um what was the name of movie that uh shaquille o'neal was in was it called just steel wasn't oh, that yeah. The, yeah. yeah it was yeah. just like steel right mm -hmm. that was oh, awful horrible. because he, horrible. he was in a genie movie too wasn't he yes. yeah he was kazam yes. or something like that yeah kazam yeah kazam yeah, Kazam. yeah the movie that i had was shanghai surprise ah uh, madonna Madonna, uh, Sean Penn, brutal yeah, movie. Yeah, brutal yeah. movie. Yep. Shanghai Nights wasn't that good either. There's a four-letter word, Penn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So third place was Steven with 32 points. Second place was Brian with 35 points. And Mike wins the game with 38 points. Damn. I came in dead last. Dead uh, last. Dude, all I can tell you is that was just pure miracle right there. I have no <laughs> idea. That's like one of those ones you pull out of your ass. Good Lord. Screw you guys, and I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm taking my toys from the sandbox. Screw all you guys. Yeah. Well, thanks for uh, being guinea pigs for the game, because we never know what these <laughs> new games are going to do well. So. 
Oh man, it was a blast, dude. I had a good time. Yeah, that's fun. I had to frame on what I uh, what I felt about certain bands that we were talking about. So <laughs> I'll just say this. I love Slash individually and with Miles Kennedy. That guy is, you know, I like everything Slash has done. Not, I don't know why. I just can't get into Guns N' Roses, man. Never, really? I've never been able to. That was one of the questions in the uh, yeah. Yeah. in the game. Just I've never been able to do it. And I think it, it might just be, I hate to say it, I'm not really a big fan of, of Axel's voice. Yeah, and I catch a lot of heat from that from my you know from all my friends that love '80s music. You don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I don't know what I'm talking about. You're right. I know a few people like that actually. Really? Yeah, I do. I know a few people that just can't get past his voice and uh, have never been Guns N' Roses fans. But dude, I love Slash. I really do. I think the guy's a killer player. And you don't mind Miles' voice because a lot of people oh, have my- problems with Miles. Oh, I love Miles. I've met Miles Kennedy. He's mm-hmm. actually a really nice guy. Oh, I'm going just about the voice. Yeah. Some people don't like Miles' voice uh, because it's annoying to them. I have no problem with either vocalist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, his tone of voice is unique. Miles kills some of those Guns N' Roses songs. I mean, he really, really well. I'll tell you, I love Appetite. I don't listen to any other Guns N' Roses album except for Appetite mm-hmm. and GNR Lies. And that mm-hmm. probably is because I love the songs and I tolerate Axel's voice. And then when I don't love the songs, I can't tolerate his voice. Yeah, gotcha. Right. So, so you're not looking doing. forward to a new Guns N' Roses album that's no, supposed I to be more Chinese done. Democracy. <laughs> that's a solo album. <laughs> One thing I want to ask Mike is like, because he said he had written a song that went back to 1990. Do you dig out any of your old songs that you wrote from a while ago? You know, or uh, is it- all the time, man. Okay. Yeah, actually, it's really a strange thing because I have so many songs that I've written over the years, and even on on Mach Two, there's a song that I never really put uh, down on tape, so to speak, because everything's digital now. But the song is called Still Close to My Heart. I wrote that song when I was 17 years old. And, um, you know, I always had ideas for it. I had the words written. I knew the melody and everything was in my head. First time I laid it down on tape was for the Mach 2 album. And it's just really kind of weird to, you know, I'm 52 years old, man, to have a song that I wrote when I was 35 years old on an album. It's a little, uh, a little crazy, but when Roy heard the song, he's like, well, Mac, you know, I really love that song. My girlfriend loves it as well. Let's just go ahead and do that one. I was like, oh, okay. But yeah, and it, it seems to be a favorite of a lot of people, and it's got a very Boston feel. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it happens a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. How do you record? You record with just your phone? I mean, how do you record these days? Well, I'm actually sitting in the what would be considered my studio, which is just a, a studio in my bedroom. You know, yeah. where I have an interface, and I've got a digital a DAW, as they're called a digital audio workstation, I'll lay down the, the drums and the bass uh, and the guitars. I'll lay everything down. And then I will, of course, uh, and then I'll sing all of the songs to give Roy an idea of the melody. And then we ship everything off to uh, our producer, Ty Sims, and he pulls everything off except my guitars. Then everything from that point, it just kind of makes the round. Like the, you know, the guitars will go to BJ. He'll lay the drums down. Then they'll go to Jason for the bass, come back to Roy for the lead vocals and then we'll put the backing vocals on and then Tony comes in and puts his keys in last. They're kind of like accent pieces. Hollywood, you mentioned uh, something like the deep purple vibe. And when this was just down to me and Tony, we were talking about how we wanted the band to sound, what kind of vibe we really wanted. And I said, you know, I said, the new Europe sound is really killer. I said, I'd like to kind of have a mix of like uh, that keyboard sound with, because I think a lot of our music, it's funny when you listen to it without keys, like when I would listen to the rough mixes, it almost sounded like Skid Row. You throw the keys in there and it just sounds like Europe. Since they're basically chasing that deep purple vibe that you mentioned, that's kind of where we ended up. I really love the way the album came out. Uh, it was great to work with these guys. 
to give everybody pretty much free reign on what they wanted to do once it was their turn. It just ended up being a blast. And for, you know, five guys in five different states, I think the recording came out pretty well. You wanted a fest, and you got the best. The hottest band in the world, Kiss! It's time for your historic moment on Growing Up Rock. I'm the Kiss nerd out of the group. Okay. Historic moment. We're going to play one of your songs because you did a Vinnie Vincent cover, right? Oh, so yeah. you're going to learn how much of a nerd I actually am on Kiss, <laughs> right? So one, I thought Brian did a great job with the vocal melody. I thought it sounded great. Oh. I love that you guys put backing vocals on the chorus. It was yes. always missing that. Mm-hmm. I love that you did John Norm's version. So there's keyboards in there and it's keyboard heavy. Mm-hmm. I have two questions. One is... Nobody was brave enough to be the other lead vocalist. And second, in the second verse, after I've lost your love, girl, and all that I live for, I see it in your eyes. There is a guitar lick you left out on purpose. Yes. So tell me those two answers. See? Kiss nerd. <laughs> oh, as far as like, because when Vinny did the song, Vinny actually sang the low parts and Robert Fleischman right. sang the high parts. Yeah. Fortress actually started off as my quote unquote solo record. You know, being the kiss nerd that you are, the kiss nerd that I am. I love Vinny Vincent. He's one of my favorite guitarists along with John Norum. And so for me, it was like almost a no brainer. Let me, let's put this song on an album and it kind of pays homage to both of those guys. And uh, it really wasn't the Norm version, but it was kind of like a, I was trying to do like a mix of both. You know, I tried to like replicate Vinny in one solo, like, uh, and then I tried to, you know, pull a little bit of a Norm vibe in the middle solo. The reason why we didn't put my vocals on there is just because Brian's were like 10 times better. It wasn't even close. I mean, I can sing. I can sing okay. I do I do all right, but Brian is just outer-worldly, as is Roy. And when I heard him sing, I'm like, there is no way on God's green earth we're splitting this song. It just ain't happening because that guy just sounds – it was like a gift from heaven. So there it is. Did I answer your question or did I babble you a lot? You left out the lick in the second oh. verse. You know, the down, 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 down. Like, why didn't you do it? I mean, you're copycatting somebody, essentially. Yeah. And yeah. I thought that would just be a little bit too much. Yeah, so, yeah. And I, I didn't feel it really needed it. Uh, it's one thing when I, was, when I was listening to that song, like that really doesn't need to be there. I'll tell you, mm-hmm. I've heard the Norm version. Gorn Edmund does an amazing vocal. Oh, on that yeah. He's hitting yeah. notes. Fleischman probably can't hit. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you, listeners, check out this version because I got to say, honestly, it's my favorite version. So check this out. Oh, wow. Wow. Thanks, man. That's really cool. Thank you so much. Just talk that I feel 
lost your love, girl, and it's all that I live for. See it in your eyes. And when I see you walking out that door, girl, another part of me dies. Oh, it's time to move on, and I know it's for sure. The feeling is gone, and I won't. Fortress album, and I think he did a really great job of pulling everything together. It's the backing vocals in the yeah. chorus, like it was always missing. I'm like, hold on, wait a second, and I rewind it back. I'm like, holy cow, did they put backing vocals in there? That's really cool. Yeah, and that was one of the things, you know. It's like even whether it was, you know, the last iteration of Steel City or this iteration of Steel City, I've always just kind of felt like, yeah, quote unquote, I'm the songwriter, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, like it's great to be that, but unless you're involving everybody and giving them an opportunity to participate in the way they want to they're not going to feel like they're part of something. And when Brian called me, you know, when we're talking about the song, he's like, what do you think about some, you know, and I try to do my best Brian person. He's like, what do you think about the backing vocals, bro? Should we put some on there? And I was like, absolutely. I think it's a great idea. And he's like, yeah, oh, I'll send you something. Let me tell you, let me see if you like it. And he sent it back. And I'm like, I've got these striper esque outer worldly backing vocals on there. I'm like, Oh my gosh, dude, that kicks ass. And he's like, so we're keeping it. I'm like, absolutely. He killed it, man. He really did. <laughs> 
Yeah. I think Brian and uh, Stephen would both agree. It's refreshing to hear from a band that, look, we're kind of looking for that 80s flavor, 90s flavor. Some of these bands, they sound 80s and early 90s. Oh, no, no, no. We're not that hair metal stuff. We're trying to get away from that. <laughs> well, I got a best friend that they fight against that all the time. And then they release a song. And it's like, dude, that's straight out of the late 80s. Like, just be yeah. who you are. Yeah, embrace it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, you know, it, a lot of it comes down to production. Like you could change them up a little bit, change the production a little bit, and it would sound a little bit more quote unquote modern. But to me, that's not what I'm down for. I figured I started this late in life. When I finally had the opportunity, my wife was begging me to stop riding sport bikes because she's like, you're going to die. So, you know, she said, you know, go back to your music. And I said, all right. And figured if you're going to do it, but just be true to yourself, man. You know, there's no reason to try to hide what you love. If you're an 80s guy, wave your 80s freak flag high and just be proud of it. Mm -hmm. Be proud of who you are. That's what I was going to say. There we go. Were you trying to rhyme it? Yeah. Because you did rhyme it. No, not really. (laughs) Okay. Does he get double points for that? Yeah, exactly. The triple. (laughs) (laughs) You know you won already, Mike. Come on. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm just rubbing it in. Pouring a little salt on that wound. (laughs) absolutely i don't necessarily need anything new from somebody that's trying to recreate an 80s sound i like the 80s hard rock and metal because that's what i like so if a new band is doing it now and they're doing it you know with modern sound i'm fine with that you know especially with you know the modern recording it sounds great it sounds powerful and i'm fine with that i don't need somebody to recreate the wheel I like what I like because that's what I liked when I was growing up, you know? Exactly. Because you were growing up rock. There you go. (laughs) Exactly. Get off my lawn. (laughs) (laughs) Now you got him. That's exactly what he is. (laughs) So Brian and Mike, thanks so much for uh, joining us for this uh, episode of Grown Up Rock. It was fun. We had a great time. Oh, yeah. Thank you, man. This was a blast. We had a great time. Brian, tell us about your podcast and your radio show one more time. Sure. So the podcast is Damn Good Movie Memories. And of course, Stephen and Sonny both guest frequently. So one of our last episodes, Sonny was on for Doc Hollywood. We were talking about that, the Michael J. Fox movie from 91. Very underrated, great romantic comedy. And then the last pig, Doc. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See? And then the next movie, uh, Stephen's going to guest on, add some great stories about your time uh, working for a record label. And uh, we're going to do Empire Records, which is a nice cult oh, classic. Cool. And uh, so, yeah, so we talk about movies. We really go deep, talk about research. You know, I try to dig as deep into these movies as possible. So if it's something you've seen a million times, you're probably still going to learn something. Uh, and if you haven't seen it, well, you're definitely going to learn something. So it, it's a lot of fun. So damn good movie memories. And then my radio show, is on thatmiddlestation.com every Wednesday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Time and then 8 p.m. Pacific. And it is called The Bad Beat, so meaning it's all of hard rock and, and metal influenced by the blues. So I have straight-up blues songs, you know, Howlin' Wolf, Robert Johnson, those guys like the founders of everything hard rock and metal. And then we go into bands that are influenced by those guys. So it's a lot of fun. I'm guessing you're playing a lot of Aerosmith and Whitesnake. Aerosmith, White Snake, <laughs> Zeppelin. obviously Zeppelin, um, Government Mule is one of my favorite. Hat, absolutely, Fog absolutely. Hat. So ACDC, I know. Uh, yeah, so all these, even those ones that aren't even obvious. So like Black Sabbath, totally influenced by the blues. Yeah. And oh, yeah. so it all comes from there. And so that's a lot of fun to hear people come into the, the chat room. They're really digging like the early stuff. Like I'm talking about stuff from like the 40s, 50s, and 60s. Because listen to Howlin' Wolf, dude. That guy, I mean, talking about a metal voice. Yeah, <laughs> that's the epitome of metal. So, it, and uh, and they're singing about 
stuff Kiss was singing, you know, eventually was singing about. So women. Well, logs and fireplaces? Logs and yeah, fireplaces. Exactly. Oh, there it is. That was there Robert Johnson's 30th lost song. Log in your fireplace. You didn't yeah. know Robert Johnson wrote that? Yeah, come on. It doesn't get any more metal than selling your soul to the devil like Robert Absolutely. Johnson. Absolutely. Come on. That's right. Come on. That was back in the 30s. So there you go. <laughs> oh. It's funny that you mentioned that Kiss lyric because uh, I know you guys are in a lot of the same like music groups uh, probably that I am, like uh, Glam Rock City, Melodic Mafia, a lot of those. There's a fellow that was uh, named Sandy Hyde. Sandy was in the Canadian version of Pretty Boy Floyd. He and I usually, you know, we, we usually go back and forth about that log in the fireplace line. <laughs> we have a blast where there's like, you know, put, put my log in your fireplace and hashtag wholesome, you know, just <laughs> – that's like Gene's worst line ever. It yep. really is. It's got to be the most god-awful line in any song. But <laughs> You know, yeah, you have a log in your fireplace. But then B.B. King would say, you know, nobody loves me but my mother, but she could be jiving too. So that's, you know, that's that's, that's your badass. poetry. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Bond's God-esque. So, yeah. 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 Well, that's what these guys got it from, man. Absolutely. Don't worry about writing down any of this stuff because we'll have all the links to Brian's show and Steel City and all that stuff in the show notes. Mike, tell us a little bit more about uh, Steel City. What, uh, Where can people pick up the record? And obviously, you guys aren't playing any dates right now because nobody is, so it is what it is. Well, you know, we were fortunate enough to do that Monsters of Rock live stream. I don't know if you guys caught that. That was fun. Me, I got to tell you, man, I had butterflies going like, going like crazy because it's monsters of rock, man. I don't care if you're performing in front of nobody or a couple thousand people on a boat. Scary. But uh, as far as where you can find our stuff, of course, you can find it at www.steelcityband.com. We've got a shop button on there. You can pick up the CD, merchandise, all kinds of fun stuff. You can pick it up at uh, you know parisrecords.com slash steelcity. But the one really cool thing that Tom Mathers has done from Paris is he's partnered with uh, wowhd.com. Uh, that's a site where you can order internationally. It doesn't matter if you're in Australia, Great Britain, Germany. You just click on your country, and then you could search for Mach 2. And the nice thing is if you order from Wow HD, there's no shipping fees. There's no VAT. So for the international uh, countries, they really catch a break. Happens for the U.S. customers, too. And then, of course, people can follow us on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Yeah, I'll put the link to that live thing you guys did for Monsters of Rock in the show notes as well. So people get the links to where they can pick up the Steel City album and the links to where they can see that streaming performance for Mork. It just got reviewed. Uh, there's a magazine called Highwire Days Magazine. They reviewed that live performance. I haven't seen it. I'm a, I'm a little nervous to see what they have to say. But hopefully it's good. Ah, critics are like assholes. Everybody's got an opinion. <laughs> no, I, Ken, Ken from Highwire is pretty cool, so I think it, I think we'll be okay. I mean, Sonny doesn't like Rush and hates the Beatles. There you go. Yep. Well, you know, <laughs> you say yes, I say no. <laughs> you say stop, Judas. I say go, go, go. <laughs> Judas Priest, baby. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, fellas, it's been real. It's been fun. It's even been real fun, but we got to get the hell up on out of here. Yeah. Congrats, Mike. Thanks, Brian, for joining us. We talked Steel City, damn good movies, Vinnie Vincent, John Norham. Who knew there was a fucking Canadian pretty boy Floyd? We (laughs) talked about Chris Gaines. We talked about Pam Flutes. Where else can you get this at? (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, man. It was such a, it's a privilege to come on. It was a, it was a great time. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks to everybody listening to Steel City, too.
Thanks, listeners. We will see you guys next week. We are out of here. See ya. Hi, I need a Hartley. How would you like to pet my... I can't believe guys didn't get Nina Hartley. Come on. <laughs> Dude, I honestly don't even know who she is. That's... <laughs> She's an old school porn actress. Is, is that like a good or a bad thing that I don't know who she is? Like, I, it's I'm a bad sorry. thing. Yeah, I'm sorry that I'm not brushed up on my old school porn. Please <laughs> said brush. What, did you ever see the uh, movie with Roller Girl? What's that? Uh, Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Yeah, man. Okay, remember the blonde that was getting done? Her husband kept walking in. Yeah. That's Nina Hartley. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, she is an actress. Damn it. Get ready to shuffle, rattle, and roll. Play us out, boys.
please make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Growing Up Rock, and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a like and leave us a comment on Facebook at Growing Up Rock. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.